Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. After 40 years of the Christmas price index and a whopping 10.5% increase in 2022, your true love luckily only has to deal with a 2.7% increase for 2023. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, and we've got some fun uh, holiday-themed content we want to get into here today. Uh, We're going to be talking about the price increases for the gifts of the 12 days of Christmas, which we do this every year, Philip. It's a lot of fun. Um, But of course, the holidays are are about so much more than just presents. So do you have any uh, favorite traditions or or any things you're looking forward to about this time of year? You know, Jen, this year is going to be a little different for Joyce and I because um, none of our kids are going to be home for Christmas. Um, Mm, So it's been a while since we've been in that situation. And so we're uh, having conversations now about, okay, what are we going to do? How do we want to play Christmas this year? And so honestly, I don't quite have it nailed down yet for this year. But, you know, to me, the the fun times are the times you get to spend with your family. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for sure. Enjoy those. And last year we were really blessed because we had both families in our house for a week during Christmas time. So that was, you know, that was good, but you can't expect that every year um, with kids and families spread all all over the United States. So it is that, but I I didn't want to mention this, you know, that, you know, you talk about the, the price index, you know, it's, that's a big change from last year's 10.5% increase. I remember us talking about that last year, how much it had gone up and, at 2.7, we can live with 2.7. Yeah. Oh, I know. For sure. Well, and we've seen some really wacky things with this Christmas price index over the past few years. Because if you remember, you know, back in 2020, inflation was obviously huge. The price of so many things were increasing. But then they cut out all of the live performers because of social distancing and the fact that live performances weren't happening. So there were no lords a-leaping. And you can't have pipers piping and spewing their germs everywhere. Couldn't do that. So it cut the whole thing in half. Even though prices were going up. So it's been kind of fun just over the past few years that we've been talking about this to see some of the changes. And um, I, I do hope you, you get everything sorted out with your family. You're right. There, there's always such a, a negotiation involved, especially when you've got in-laws involved. I know in my family, I started getting texts before Thanksgiving about what are we going to do for Christmas? And I was like, oh, my gosh, please just... <laughs> Give me a minute. We'll let get, me give you Thanksgiving. Right? Let me. Yes, we'll get. We'll get there. We'll get there. But uh, I do always look forward to talking about some of the things that we see here with the Christmas price index. Again. This is kind of a lighthearted, fun lesson about the economy. It looks at the prices of the the items, the gifts in the song, the 12 days of Christmas. So we we know, you know, the seven swans of swimming and six geese a laying and five golden rings. You know how this goes. So um, this all started 40 years ago. They came up, the PNC uh, in Philadelphia came up with a way to keep clients engaged during the holiday season, the Christmas price index. And this is one of their most highly anticipated economic reports. It's kind of like how I think on the Social Security Administration's website, Philip, the the most visited tab is baby names. There's always something kind of funny (laughs) that we're all looking for that's kind of off topic, but that's okay. All right. So here's kind of the highlights from this year. E-commerce, buying all 12 gifts online, that is almost 5% more than last year, thanks to high shipping and packaging costs that have not eased Since the pandemic, it was 70 percent goods focused in 1984. That's what our economy was. Now it's led by services at 63 percent. So it's completely flipped almost from goods versus services. Um, And even though the CPI has climbed, the price of swans has stayed flat. So I wonder... Could that be sign a sign of fewer black swan events ahead? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to think of. This that would be nice, prices. wouldn't it? Right. 
Um, here's one other thing to watch out for. Turtle doves, they are rare. They had the biggest price hike this year. Uh, they jumped up 25% due to limited supply. So I don't know if you were going to get the, the grandkids any turtle doves, but be watching out for those prices, I guess. <laughs> it's one of those things, you know, it's, it's, it's supply and demand, right? That's really everything is when supply is limited, price gets to go up. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about how this reflects what's really happening with the economy. Because again, like I said, it's kind of fun. These are kind of off the wall gifts that nobody's actually buying anymore. But they do kind of show us what's happening with our real life economy in the world we live in today. It, it, it does. And, you know, we have seen inflation, mm-hmm. um, the, the highest we've seen in the last couple of years in, in a long, long time. And so for a lot of folks out there, it's the highest they've ever seen in their lifetime, mm-hmm. right? So because you got to go back to the to the, the 80s before you get to the numbers we're seeing right now. So so we know higher prices are pretty much across the board, um, especially, I, I hate to go to the grocery store. Oh, yeah. You know, everything's painful. so much more expensive. And during Thanksgiving, I remember going looking at turkeys and, <laughs> you know, I, I felt like turkey prices had, had gone up substantially. So- it's one of those things that we are considering, still considering to see those prices going up. And then the, the other thing you look at is technology is starting to come with a price, right? Yeah. yeah. Shipping and packing costs, that those things haven't eased, mm-hmm. even though the ease of shopping has continued to become easier yeah. and easier. And you know what else I saw recently, Philip? Most retailers now are starting to charge you to return things online. So like Amazon, if you go to, you know, if you do a drop off at Kohl's or whatever, they don't charge you. But if you try to do it on your own, they're starting to charge because people are buying all these things. And then there's got to be a cost to ship it back for the return for the return. So right. uh, you, you got to be be mindful of that. Go, go, go do that drop off at Kohl's and get your coupon, I guess. <laughs> you know, it, it is, you know, and it's, you're right. Shipping costs, I mean, has become more and more. The other thing I've noticed is that, um, you know, it seems like it's taking longer to get stuff. Even with Amazon Prime, I mean, it seems like, you know, you don't get it in two or three days. It's taking a week to get stuff. So um, that's the other thing you have to take in consideration if you're Christmas shopping, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So prices for services have gone up as well as prices for goods. As a matter of fact, services have probably gone up more than the price of goods because labor costs have gone up substantially over the last three years. And and so we have a lot of price inflation, wage inflation that's coming uh, because of that. And so, you know, what what used to cost you, I, I mean, $50 an hour, now it's cost you 75, maybe even $100 an hour to get done. You know, when I go to the auto mechanic shop, I mean, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, so many prices that we're seeing up in so many different areas. So even with this 2% increase from last year, um, let's get to the total now because we haven't done this yet. The total for the 12 days of Christmas gifts, it is $46,729.86 here in 2023. And just a a real quick reminder, when they started this back in the 80s, all of the gifts in the song was around $20,000. So quite a lesson there in inflation and what we need to think about going forward, even if we're not trying to buy, you know, six geese laying or or whatever. (laughs) Think about it. It's not going to be long, Jim, before we're at 50 grand. Yeah. I mean, probably by next year or the year after, for sure. That's a really big increase. But but talk about the lesson here. You know, we, we see what things cost back in the uh, in the 80s. And, and, you know, I think about, you know, things like home prices. I, I think I've shared with you before, Philip, my grandparents, when they bought their home uh, that they lived in for decades, they bought this house in the late 50s in a small town in Kansas, and they spent like $12,000 on the whole house, like a whole house <laughs> it was $12,000. Can't buy a car for that now, can you? No, I mean, it, you 
can hardly find a living room set for for that <laughs> amount, right? So so you just think about and I and I'm sure when when my grandpa passed away last year and we were going through the process of of helping, you know, my aunt was selling his home and what it ended up being worth when he after he died, it was, you know, $250,000 something like that. I I think if you would have told him back in the 50s that one day this house would be worth a quarter million dollars, he he wouldn't have believed that. He wouldn't have been able to believe that. But this is what happens with our economy with inflation over time. We got to be ready for this in the future in retirement, right? We do. And that's that's a good point is that people will retire 65. And then, you know, the likelihood is that if it's a couple, that one of them is going to live to 85, 90. So we're talking about 20, 25 years down the road. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, think back 20, 25 years ago. What'd you pay for a gallon of milk? What'd you pay for bread? You know, those things. What'd you pay for an automobile? And then fast forward that to now. Well, we got to expect the same thing's going to happen in the next 20, 25 years. And so we have to be prepared for that when we start looking at our income plan and, and putting together those plans all together. Yeah. Yeah. So for people who want to be mindful of this, and and again, this is why we talk about planning all the time. This is kind of a fun way to talk about inflation, to talk about prices increasing over time. But this is pretty serious stuff when you're thinking about what could your health care cost in the future, long-term care, even just the cost of your groceries throughout the course of a 20, 30-year retirement. You know, I think I'd rather my true love got me an appointment with a financial advisor rather than, you know, seven swans. (laughs) Is it seven swans is swimming? six geese laying. I don't know. I'm mixing them all up. But what do we do to get started on creating that financial strategy for the future? Well, I think that's a, a good point. And I, and I think the first thing is we need to start. I mean, that's what a lot of folks just need to do. They just need to start um, and not keep saying that I'm going to get around to it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to get it done. We just need to Pick up the phone and start that process. Um, and, and Jen, that's exactly the process that we walk through with our core retirement design is to help people design that retirement that they've always dreamed of. And we help them accomplish that by those three or four core principles that we look at there. And that's one is how much risk do you have in your portfolio? Because that's where we all have to start. What do you have in your current portfolio And what should it look like based on your risk tolerance and where you are? Because things change, right? Our whole investment philosophy is different prior to retirement than after retirement. And the the problem is, is that people don't make the switch. They just keep doing what they were doing all the time. And that's the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes I see. Second is taxes. Taxes are not going to be any lower than what we see them today. Mm-hmm. And we need to be tax efficient with our strategies and do as much as we can to move from taxable to tax free. That's our second core principle. And third, we need to have that income plan in place. We need to know where our income's coming from and when it's going to start and when do we switch buckets. That's all written down in that written retirement income plan. Folks, that's our core retirement. Design. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to get started with our core retirement analysis. That's 863-285-3815. Folks, go into the new year knowing that you've got a plan in place. That number again, 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. We've got some more insights coming up on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Hi, this is Philip. From our family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 
Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Time to retire right. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rezac. Happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. Philip is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And Philip knows very well that it's a lot easier to get a job done if you have the right tools. And we want to help you understand that the financial tools you need for retirement are a little different from what you used during your working years. We want to talk about that and help you pack your retirement retirement toolkit. And Philip, I mean, you know what I'm talking about here, right? When you're trying to get something done around the house, for example, and you don't have the right tools to finish the project. I mean, it's a mess. Has this ever happened to you? (laughs) So I'm going to talk about two things right here. Okay. One is a simple one, right? My truck. Not the house, but truck. I wanted to put a a change the 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 front plate on my truck right and okay. had a fsu tag there i wanted to take it off put my new one on and uh i went down there and i thought it's an allen wrench a simple allen wrench i went and got my allen wrenches none of them would fit and i looked at it and says well it don't even look like an allen wrench <laughs> and so i went and i went to the store and i got something else that looked like that's what it was came back tried that it was the wrong tool again <laughs> So uh, I ended up taking it to the dealership just to get my license plate changed because oh I gosh. couldn't figure out what tool I needed to fix the diagram thing. Yep. So, so it's, um, that's one of those things. The other one that really um, sits in the back of my head, and I try not to remember this one too much, Oh, is uh, I decided to remodel my bathroom by myself. Oh, um, how'd that go? <laughs> I know you and I don't know each other very, very well, but I'm not a handy person at all. Um, I made a lot of trips yeah. To the hardware store to get stuff that I didn't have and needed oh, gosh. for that project. So, and it's frustrating, right? When you, when you get in those situations. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, you think about some of these, uh, some of these situations you've been in, if, if you had a hammer, there are some things that you could technically get done, uh, maybe not well, than <laughs> if you need if you needed a wrench and and maybe try to just knock the thing off with a hammer, it could have gotten the job done, but maybe uh, a little bit messier. So I think that kind of brings in well, our you know, point Jim, here. The other thing that just just hit me is yeah. that the biggest frustration is not knowing what tool I needed. Yeah, especially trying to change the daggum license plate. Right, I I didn't know what tool I needed. Right. And so I had to take it to the dealership to get a, a simple license plate change. Yeah, it, it's so, yeah, you're exactly right. It is so frustrating when you just can't figure out what it is that you need. And I think that is a perfect uh, segue into talking about these financial tools, trying to figure out exactly what the financial tools that we need, what those things are. And if you do a search for retirement tools, I did this, you get millions of search results. So there is a lot to search through. I mean, Philip, you think about your frustration trying to find the right wrench. Now there's millions of hits and you're trying to sort through this. One of them that I found that I thought was kind of interesting was from the Department of Labor. It was a federal government called a retirement toolkit, this PDF that you could download. And I Looked at, I looked through it, and it had some resources about Social Security. It had some articles about Medicare. And then it had a couple things about the basics of retirement savings plans. So that was in the, the federal government's little retirement toolkit. Social Security, Medicare, and retirement savings plans. What would you say might be missing from that list? What else would you say needs to be in our retirement toolkit? You know, I looked at that list and there's a lot of missing stuff in yeah. that list. I, I mean, I think the timeline that they put in that article is good. That, mm-hmm. I mean, when you should start doing certain things. Okay. Outside of that, it doesn't give you really and truly any strategies or investment tools that you can use. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is, is what tools do I need? And, um, and, and I'll just tell you that, you know, if you go to certain people, uh, you're going to get their tools that are that are available to them and they don't have any access to any other tools. Okay. You know, like when you go to Ford, 
you know, you're going to get Ford dealership. You know, they're going to use Ford parts. They're going to do all that stuff. It's going to be specific to them. Um, and so where if you went to a regular mechanic outside of the dealership, they're going to pick and choose whatever is going to work the best mm-hmm. and maybe save you some money too, right, on the parts they buy. Right. And it's the same thing in the financial world. You know, not everybody has access to all the same tools um, out there. Being an independent advisor, we do. We have access to all the tools to put together the retirement plan that's going to be there and, and it's going to be needed. And mm-hmm. so I think that's the key. And and part of that whole key is risk. How much mm-hmm. risk do you have in your portfolio? What tools are you using to mitigate some of that risk? And if you don't know, that's where we come in. Yeah. That's why we developed the financial x-ray. Part of that financial x-ray is to help you determine, number one, what is the amount of risk that's appropriate for you? Number two, how much risk do you have in your current portfolio? If you don't know the answers to those two questions on a scale of one to 100, you need to give us a call. It's that simple. The number to call is 863-285-3815. 863-285-3815. Give us a call and let us help you find out how much risk you have in your portfolio and make sure that it's the right amount of risk for you personally. And, and that's what we do at Statler Financial. 863 285 3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring, talking about our retirement toolkit because it is frustrating when you think about that idea of trying to accomplish something and not having the right tools. Uh, This is frustrating when we think about a, a car repair project or a home improvement project. It's also really frustrating to think about when it comes to our financial goals. And and I think that's part of it as well, Philip. Sometimes we don't understand that certain tools are, are going to be used in certain ways, right? So so if we are looking for growth and we have an annuity, we might be very frustrated and saying, well, this is not a good tool, but we're not using it the right way. So how do we get some help matching up the right tools for the goals, for the job that we're trying to accomplish? And Jen, that's a good point because I have to remind clients of that all the time is that, you know, they're disappointed in, in the, the earnings of an annuity and or they're or they're disappointed because of the ups and downs of the marketplace. And so we have to remind that, hey, everything that we do has a specific job and a specific task in place. That's one reason that we run through that risk analysis, right? Mm-hmm. Because we want to know what tools we should be selecting from. And, and that risk analysis really gives us that different options of what tools would work best in your circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so whether we need a lot of income, whether we need more safety because, you know, you don't want a lot of risk in your portfolio, all these things will help determine what tools we are going to use, whether that's an annuity, whether that's a real estate investment trust, whether that's just mutual funds and stocks. You know, we don't know until we sit down and put together a plan. Anybody that just puts you in an investment without having a plan in place, that is problematic from the beginning. Right. Right. And and that's, again, your process for helping us put those tools into place in the right way. It's called the financial x-ray report. And you do things like help us find the right balance between growth and safety, putting the right money in growth versus income. That That's what your whole process is all about. That's right. So the whole thing about creating that financial x-ray is, is one, is to make you aware of where you currently stand in relationship to your portfolio and how much risk it has. The second part of that is how can we take that portfolio and minimize the risk so that it's appropriate for you? And there's several ways that we do that. Um, And so, and it all depends on what that number looks like for you. To find out what your number is, to find out what your number is between one and 100, give us a call, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 285-3815. And let's get started with your financial x-ray. 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. 
your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rizak. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services here in Sebring. Philip is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year, talking with me today about packing our retirement toolkit. There are so many financial tools out there. It seems like there should be a solution for just about every problem. But here's one of the issues that we have. First of all, Philip, and we talked about this earlier, if you only have a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. (laughs) Here's the other thing. Sometimes we have an emotional reaction to certain tools or products. We reject them based on what we've heard or what we assume. And we don't do this with physical tools, Philip. Nobody says, oh, I don't like screwdrivers, so I'm never going to use one in anything (laughs) ever. But we do this with money. Talk about that and why that's a dangerous line of thinking. Well, you're right. They do. I can't tell you how many times I've sat down with folks and we, we run the risk analysis and, and they need more safety. Um, and we start talking about um, annuities and indexed annuities. And and all of a sudden you see the, the whites of their eyes light up. And say, oh, no, 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 no. We can't. We can't do that. <laughs> right. Why? Why can't you? Do you know? Have you used them before? Oh no, no, no! But our, you know, my brother-in-law right. told me, mm-hmm. you know, it's terrible. We should never use those. Well, it's a tool, and if used properly in the right circumstances, will do you justice in your portfolio. I, I get the flip side of that, right? I, I got I sit down with folks, and and usually that person I say the annuity word to, they've got everything in stocks and mutual funds. Yikes. Now mm-hmm. take the next person, we run their risk analysis number and, and they have all their money sitting in CDs mm-hmm. and yep. they need more risk. We need to look at for you a, a very conservative tactical portfolio. Oh, no, no, no. We're not going to go in the stock market. So because all they've seen, all they've heard is bad things. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they don't look at I mean, they do hear about their, you know, the guy on the golf course that said he made 100 percent. But, you know, he stretched you know, it was like a fishing story. Right. <laughs> so um, but, but that's the problem is people look at that those tools and those tools used properly. Will give you the results that you need. And, and I have to say, look, you're hiring a professional. Right. If you went to a contractor. And said, look, I need you to build my house, but I'm, you know, I'm against, I'm against you beating nails with a hammer. You can't use a hammer. <laughs> Doesn't make How sense. How are you going to build your house? Right. They, they can't. You, you know, you, you got to look at all the tools and what they're designed to do. And as long as you're using them for what they're designed to do, that's what you should use them for. Right. And you know what? I like that word that you used a few moments ago when you said we need to get tactical here. That's an important part of this. We we don't want to be just randomly picking and choosing where we're going to put our money, going through and, and just clicking on different places online and saying, okay, I'll try some here, some here, and some here. 
we need to be tactical with this. That's what helps us make sure our money's going to last. I just want to I just want to clue in on that word for just a second because I think that's an important word that you used. Well, that's true. And, and so I've I've learned a long time ago because I've gone through, I've lived through two major bear markets, right? Yeah. And and what I learned in those bear markets is that hey, having that pretty pie chart asset allocation, it didn't work. <laughs> it, it didn't work in, yeah. in 2000 or 2008. You know, if you were in that pie chart in a conservative portfolio, you still lost money. Yeah. And so uh, so that taught me that, that you need a well-devised tactical portfolio that um, that does look at the economic situation. It mm-hmm. looks at how high the stock market is getting. It looks at all these other factors to build this portfolio. And, and it's different than just buy and hold. Right. You know, just being tactical means, hey, there may be times that we make wholesale changes in that portfolio. And there may be times that we don't make any changes. There may be times that we take risk off the table so we don't have as much risk in that portfolio versus buy and hold. You don't make any changes. Maybe once a year you come in and do a little bit of change here or there. It's just a different mindset. Mm-hmm. And over the years, my experience has taught me that tactical has worked better over time. Right, right. So so let me just put that out there. If you have been working with somebody and that word tactical strategy, if you don't think those things are being addressed in, in a, a way that makes sense for you, or if you don't feel like there has been a change in those strategies, in those tactics after you got into retirement, 863 863- 285-3815 is the way to reach Philip Statler at Statler Financial Services. That's 863-285-3815. And also, Philip, we can go to your website and get on the calendar as well, right? Statlerfinancial.com. That's right. You go to statlerfinancial.com and there is a calendar link there that you can get to my calendar. And again, the number is 863-285-3815 to schedule a time just to sit down and analyze your portfolio. Because the other part of that, Jen, is have you had any changes made in your portfolio at all mm-hmm. in the last year? If not, you're you're not in a tactical portfolio. Great point. Great point. Again, 863-285-3815. And if you'd like to just put yourself on Philip's calendar, go to statlerfinancial.com and you can do that there as well. Statlerfinancial.com. As we're talking about this uh, retirement toolkit, Philip, another tool, another financial tool that's out there is life insurance. And this is one of those things, you know, I, I have a young family. I have four kids. We still have a mortgage. So obviously life insurance is a part of my financial plan, what my husband and I have. We have life insurance for the kids. How could that potentially fit into a retirement toolkit though? Well, that's a good point. So uh, most people think they get to retirement, they don't need life insurance anymore. Um, and, and some people pay stay away from permanent life insurance because they only want it for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. And, and I understand all those different theories and different philosophies around life insurance. But there's two areas that I think life insurance, if started early enough now, that it, that it could make some sense. One is, is that a permanent life insurance policy started young enough and funded on a, on a well-balanced plan could create income in retirement. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, if planned properly and done right, it could, could being the primary word there, produce some some income in retirement. The other important aspect of it is that most life insurance policies today will have a couple different riders associated with. It. They'll have a, a long term care rider sometimes, mm-hmm. but most of them have a terminal illness rider. Um, and the terminal illness writer says, babe, look, if, if I'm going to be, if a doctor says I'm going to die sometime in the next 12 months, then you can have access to some of that death benefit. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So that becomes important. And for those that have a long-term care writer, then, then that life insurance policy could double as a partial, not a full, long-term care benefit for you. Um, and every policy is different. You, you need to understand exactly what you have to see what benefits are available for you. 
down the road, but th- that is a possibility. It could be there for that issue mm-hmm. um, if you have the right type of um, permanent policy. Right. And, and you know, it's interesting when you talk about some of those options, some of those riders, some of those things available on life insurance policies today on some of them that perhaps weren't there, um, you know, years, years and years ago. What about things like uh, long term care? You know, that that is a we have some different tools and solutions to deal with that. We used to have these traditional standalone long term care policies, but you were just talking to some of the options potentially with long term care. So a lot of the tools that we have today are different for today's retirees. You need to keep that in mind if you're getting some advice from your father-in-law or your aunt or or your your neighbor, right? The the tools that we have today might be different from what they were using. That's right. If you have a policy, you know, if you have a policy you had 20, 25 years ago, it may not have any of this stuff in it. So it may make sense to say, okay, what's out there today? You know, mm-hmm. can I can I take what I have and put it into something new. Maybe, maybe not, you know, but it, it may be worth that discussion, Jen, to find out if that would be, if that would put you in a better place financially um, going forward. So Philip, let's talk about how you help somebody find the right combination of tools for a comprehensive strategy, how you help them figure out what needs to be an in income, what needs to be in growth, what are the the concerns that we need to address as it relates to things like long-term care and health care? How do you help somebody build that comprehensive strategy that, that's going to handle all these different aspects? So that's a good question, Jen, and, and it boils down to a couple different things. One is the financial x-ray, where we determine, you know, based on that, how much risk you can tolerate within your portfolio. Second, we're going to look at what we call the rule of 100. And that is going to say, hey, we're going to take 100 minus your age, and that's going to give us some idea of how much you should have risk in your portfolio. Is it exact science? No. That number gets tweaked plus or minus depending on your current circumstances. But that's the second way we look at risk. And the third thing we do is we build a financial income plan, a retirement income plan that is written down for you. And that retirement income plan like I said in the past, we use a bucket approach. So we're going to use a bucket and certain buckets are going to last certain amounts of time. And over time, it's going to grow and still provide you the income you're going to need. And so based on that plan that we put together, then we look and see what tool do we need for each of those buckets. And that could be drastically different for you than it is for my grandmother. You know, it's going to be different. So so it's, it's not one size fits all. It's going to depend upon the person, how much income they need, how much risk they can tolerate as to which tools we're going to use. But we're going to walk through a process to get to the answer to that question. And if you don't have a written retirement income plan, that could be an issue, right? How do you know what tools to put in place if you don't have a plan in place? Give us a call and let us help you determine, one, how much risk you have, two, what that income plan needs to look for you and what the right tools are to put into that plan. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Hey, I'd love to sit down with you and coach you into and through retirement. That number one more time is 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Hi, this is Philip. On behalf of everybody here at Statler Financial, we want to wish you a safe and happy holiday season. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. 
Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rezac. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rezac, happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He's president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And Philip, you know there are things you're not supposed to bring up at a dinner party. And I don't know if Joyce has to remind you things. There are times when Jeff and I are going somewhere and I'm like, please don't. Here's a couple things to please not bring up when we get there. And there are a couple topics that are just uncomfortable. You don't even want to talk about them with your kids or your financial professional or your spouse. But these are things that are important to think about as you get close to retirement. So, Philip, we're just going to have to bite the bullet. We're going to dig into our top five for this week. It comes from Forbes. Five most taboo topics in retirement. So are you ready for this, Philip? I think I am. I'm I'm assuming these are things we're just nobody wants to talk about. Nobody wants to think they even exist. Right. Right. We just want to ignore it. But we we have to talk about them. So here We go number five because we go backwards. We go from five down to number one on our top five. Number five on our list is your mental health in retirement. Tell me a little bit about what you've seen with people struggling, Philip, with maybe a loss of identity or isolation after they leave their careers behind because we we identify who we are by our job. It's really hard, isn't it? We do. We uh, that's so true. Um, and, and so it, you know, I think that's one of the things that you're right. Nobody wants to talk about that. Um, you know, where people, I, I've seen people that have retired, and you know, within a year, they they just have they're in a funk. They just don't really know what to do, or they they're unhappy. They're and they and they they think that okay, I'm going to go back to work. And, and a lot of them will, they'll just start to go back to work. But, but I think back to um, uh, my uncle, Uh, my uncle, he, he worked, I think he was like 70 or 72 before he finally retired. Yeah. This is very true. I I, I see it. Um, I've seen it uh, with some, my uncles, I've seen it with some of my clients. They feel like when they retire or if they quit working, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. Gosh, and, yeah. And, and I think that weighs on them um, to to keep doing something. And so, you know, I, I mean, and we have this conversation with people that with our clients that are haven't retired yet, that are they're starting to work on that. And and my question to them is always, OK, so what is your plan to occupy your time when you retire? Because that does become the problem, right? Is, is now you don't have to get up at five o'clock to be at work by seven or seven thirty, um, So you have no schedule and that all plays mm-hmm. into depression, mental health, you know, that whole thing. And so uh, it's an area that people need to be proactively working against. And the way to do that is, is not just have a a financial plan, but have a time plan. What are you going to do when you retire? Philip, let's talk about the next one on our list. We are working our way backwards. So number four on our list of taboo topics in retirement is divorce. Over the past 30 years, the divorce rate after age 50 has doubled in the U.S. And this is something that causes emotional and financial upheaval at any time in your life. But talk about the challenges if this happens as you get close to retirement and all of the the financial things going on at that time of your life? Well, it it is difficult, no matter when you have a divorce, it's difficult in the family, it's difficult in people involved. Um, But but especially, you know, heading into retirement or slightly after retirement, because you are a a team, 
And that team, especially if you put together any kind of retirement plan or income plan, you know, it's based on, on the incomes that are there. And, and it's, it's based on the two people that are, that are married. And so if we have a divorce, then now we've got to split assets. Um, you know, one spouse, if they're relying just on social security is probably gonna have a lot less. So it, it just is a major upheaval. And, and then, so the other part of that is, is that there's some things out there that a lot of times people don't think about when it comes to, well, the, the husband has, or one, well, let's just say one spouse, one spouse has all the retirement assets in their name, right? The, they worked, all the IRAs or 401ks are, are theirs. And you can't split them. A lot of times people think, well, I can't split them mm-hmm. without tax consequences, or they don't realize there is a tax consequence if you do split them. So I'll just throw this out there so that, that people know that there are ways around the taxability of splitting retirement accounts. And hmm. it's, qual- it's called a quadro, which stands for Qualified Domestic Relations Order. And it's a QDRO. And I would say divorce attorneys should be up on this process and availability and the process now of, of uh, speaking with somebody that, that that is one of the things that they're looking at is they're going to need to create, they're going through a divorce, they're going to have a quadro and they're going to have to create some income from that. So it's tough no matter when you do it. In retirement, it's just like been together for so long and now it's a, it's a huge change and a huge obstacle to overcome. Certainly so, some tough things to think about here. Talking today with Philip Statler, he is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, going through our top five list of taboo topics in retirement, 863-285-3815 is the number to call to reach Philip and the team at Statler Financial Services if you're looking for a little guidance on some of these tough areas of retirement. That's 863-285-3815. Number three on the list is religion. And I'll give a quick example of how this might come into play. We won't spend a lot of time on this one, Philip, but it might not make financial sense for someone to tithe, but it's important for them to give something to their church. How do you handle making financial recommendations while also respecting someone's religious beliefs? Well, Jen, you know, religion, when it comes to their money, it is one of those fine lines you have to to walk. I mean, I, I know, I mean, you know, we've always been, believed in tithing and, and that type of thing for our church. Here's where I've had some tough discussions with clients because they're working and all of a sudden they retire. And in retirement, our income declines. And so they want to keep giving at the same level they were when they were working. And, and that can have a damaging impact mm-hmm. to their income sure. plan down the road. Now, you know, it's great for the church or the organization, but, but it, is, it can be detrimental to, to the retiree. Um, so, because here's what they don't realize. Yep, Social Security, that's income. Their pension, if they have a pension, that's income. But that other leg that they're drawing money from, that may or may not actually be income. It could just be savings, right? And so it's it's kind of like already tax money. It's already tithes money. So, hmm. you know, sometimes it's hard to get people to, to see that and realize that because of the emotional tie there. Um, and, and so it's something we have to walk carefully through. But But as the financial coach, retirement coach, you know, and the fiduciary person in the relationship, I've got to ask the hard questions mm-hmm. and and walk people through the answer and, and the impact that that's going to bring to them. Going down to number two on our list of taboo topics. Again, it won't spend a lot of time on this because we just have a few minutes left. But number two on the list is relationships. Retirement has an impact on your relationship with your spouse, your kids, your grandkids. How important is it to talk about some of this stuff, Philip? You know, setting boundaries when it comes to the time you're going to spend watching the grandkids or how much time you're going to spend with your spouse when you're both home all the time. 
That's true. And it's got to be more than conversation. You know, you got to take action, right? So you're right. So if you, you know, if your family all lives in the same town, then all of a sudden you've retired and now, uh, you know, the grandkids are, are, are left at your doorstep all, all the time for you to take care of and watch. And so, so your kids can go do whatever. And for a while, right. We love it. Right. So, you know, Hey, there are grandkids. We're spending a lot of time with them. Um, and, and so I, I get it, but you got to set up some boundaries for what that's going to look like for, for our kids and grandkids. The other part though, is our spouse. You know, we've been working up until retirement. So we're each away from each other for uh, at least eight, 10 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And so uh, now we're retired and now we're spending, you know, a lot more time under the same roof. Um, And that can be challenging. That's why we go back to two, two before this divorce, right? So, so this can be a reason that that one pops up, um, at this point in the relationship is because now uh, we have no diversion. We're together. And so that becomes the problem. And so we need to have our time. You know, I tell people, not only do we need an income plan, we need a time plan. Yeah. (laughs) And and that's part of what needs to happen there in retirement. That's right. Uh, Working our way through the top taboo topics from Forbes magazine and number one on the list is money. And Philip, this is ironic because we talk about it all the time here on this show, but talk about why some people see money as a taboo topic for retirement and how do you help people get answers when they worry that they're just being nosy or maybe they're asking the wrong questions when it comes to money in retirement? Well, think about it this way, husband and wife, uh, do they really have that conversation of, do we have enough to retire? Or is it just something we do, right? We're, hey, we're 62, I'm retiring. It's, I'm 67, I'm retiring. Or do we have that discussion? And so nobody wants, uh, or I won't say nobody, a lot of folks don't want to have that discussion of, do I have enough? Because they're afraid of the answer. And so I think that's a question that more people need to have sooner rather than later. So what's sooner? Well, I'm going to say, man, if you're 50 years old and you've not had that discussion, you've not sat down with a financial professional to say, what am I going to need? You've not put together that financial plan or that retirement plan at age 50. You need to do that. You need to know. How much? What's it look like? What am I going to have at retirement based on what I'm doing now? Uh, So that that you know, that you know, that you know that you're ready to retire, that that the money is not going to be the issue for not retiring. So often we don't want to ask. The kids don't want to ask the parents, are you sure? Do you have enough money to retire? Well, kids aren't going to ask their parents that. Hmm. It's just not going to happen. Um, and so I think that's why money is the number one thing is because nobody wants to ask the question. Everybody assumes that if you're retiring, that you have enough. And that's not, I can tell you from experience and what I see, that's not always the case. Hey folks, if these top five taboos are on your list of things, or if we can help in any other way, that's what we're here for. We are an independent sounding board for you to help you prepare for retirement. Give me a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Give us a call today and let's get started on your retirement. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. Remember that number, 863-285-3815. That's all the time we have for this week, but we'll talk to you next time. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. 
always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.